Was that music you sent the other day? Is that what you were thinking? The yourself sent that song, or that music? Was that for like an intro? I don't even remember. You sent something that was pretty cool. Let's sit back. Yeah. Oh, it was just a cool song. It was no music. There was no song. It was just music. I it's, thought you were thinking about an intro. No, no, no. It's an album that I've been listening to. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, everybody. This is Stevie. It's Hethel. And this is Apologies Now. Thanks dun, for dun, joining us. Yeah, All right. That's the wrong one. That's the wrong one. You want to do it again? I'll try it again. <laughs> that's not it either. Holy shit. Okay. Hey, everybody. This is Stevie. <laughs> <laughs> We're all laughing. Impeding. All right, there we go. How do I shut that up? Hey guys, sorry. We're playing around with buttons. Um, how's your week been? Uh, it's been quite the week. For people that may not follow Stevie on social media, he just won first place in a jujitsu tournament in Charlotte. Yeah. There was a new breed tournament. He went over there and kicked ass and. Um, yeah. You were prepping. For, obviously, we've been training, but aside from that, um, aside from the routine kind of like training training, you were actually like prepping for it because you have to make weight. Yeah. Um, I'd love to talk more about that. And okay. I, you know what I mean? Um, you but otherwise. Talk, you want to talk about making weight? Well, just the whole experience, honestly. I mean, you have done this professionally. Yes. Um, in the past many times, and this was not a professional thing this is no. just a passion you had and you wanted to do it right and uh, i'm trying to understand it so i'm going to ask some questions because i don't know and i bet you a lot of people that are listening don't necessarily appreciate okay what all goes into that so one just let's either in your past life in your professional life or even how it related to this My new past life as in the, the life your professional fighter life well, oh, well, oh. You know, you know. <laughs> yeah i understand. feel like we live many lives yes. in our lifetime yeah you know? i think so and so but yeah so tell me what is that again i don't know there's weight classes there's age classes there's belt classes yeah. how does all that make so sense? in a gi in a gi tournament so there's gi and there's no gi um, and, and, and honestly, and sorry, you uh-huh. described in professional world when you were doing kickboxing. How does it relate to that? Do you just kind of go? Well, and and we'll say once again, in kickboxing in the striking world, there are different aspects of striking as far as comp- competitive striking. Uh, there's boxing, which is just uses your hands. There's kickboxing, or it's called full contact, which doesn't really paint the right picture. Full contact is punching and kicking above the belt. Uh, then there's um, Muay Thai where you can use knees. You can do. You can actually do, go into a clinch. Uh, you can do throws, uh, but you don't fight. You can you throw elbows. Um, there are different aspects of of striking arts. You know, there's modified Muay Thai which I did quite a bit of, or K1, which is where actually there's a knee available. You can throw a knee. You get a clinch. Like you can throw one to two knees, or do a five second clinch. So all of these different things I've did, I've competed in all these, as far as striking, pretty much everything, um, up to modified Muay Thai. Um, when you do that, you do have to make weight. Um, I've fought yeah, in striking arts. I've fought from anywhere from called Pee Wee, which is tiny little four-year-old boys. I used to fight when I was a little boy. Four. 
four years old. My first was my first bout. You're fucking fighting at four years old. Four years old, and then all the way through, I've, I've, I have compete. Com, I've been a competitor in every weight class. Um, Does all that, regardless of except the, for super heavyweight. Got it. Right. Right. Um, not the WWF. Right. And uh, the uh, every one of these disciplines have one thing in common that they pair the competitors by weight. Cur- by weight, like, yeah, and then, well, then the amateurs is by weight, and you have something called novice. The last time, when I was a kid, you had to ha- you you had to have at least ten bouts in order to become open. Open means you're open to whoever wants to fight, and novice means that you have to fight someone under seven or ten fight. I think it's seven fights now. Yeah, okay. it was ten when I was a kid. Um, so, and then you'll go open, and then the open fighters, those are what you call, you know, that's when you, like, on the national level, you go to the Olympics. Those are open boxers, or kick, kickboxers. And then, after that... Um, Real you, quick, that means there's no weight. No, 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 there's still weight, but okay. it's because you'll fight anybody at that weight. Got it. That means okay. you're open to whoever's at that Got weight. It. You are to the point where you can fight the... Anybody, anybody at that weight. Got it, yeah. okay. All right. um, and then, you turn, obviously, you can turn pro, and people have asked me what constitutes professional... A professional is someone who puts asses in seats. Okay. That means that there's it's really the <laughs> right. uh, promoter will will say, "Look, I will turn you pro. I will pay you to fight because he knows that when you when I put when I fight when I people did fight, watch. people can watch. They want to see it. They want to see a show. I'm gonna put on a show. So anyway, that was that was my kickboxing, boxing, modified Muay Thai, World Combat League for Chuck Norris years. And during those times, you have to make weight. If you know, the, a fight is more than just a fight. A fight is you have to make weight. Once you make weight, then you have a fight on your hands. So there's two. You have two tests that you have to. Sure, weight is the weight that it's your weight on the morning of the fight. Depending on what, it, depending. Okay, it, so maybe the night, maybe the yeah. Night. In the pro, in boxing, it's not, this this changes place to place, but in boxing. You normally weigh in the day of the bout. Okay. okay. In professional, when I was a professional and a kickboxer, you weigh in the day before the fight. Unless it's a world championships where you fight day after day after day, you have to stay underweight. So they weigh you every day. Yeah. In the world championships, and I've done that three times where you fight over and over and over again, and that's really tough. Well, and we don't have, we didn't, we didn't, none of this is, scripted most never is but i have been holding on to this thought because i've seen you do this uh a little bit a long time ago when you were um, prepping for brazil but then recently for this i just it occurred to me a couple of weeks ago i'm like i want to talk to him about this and it looks painful it is painful i think it's really dangerous on some level um why is it like like why do they do this because my understanding correct me if i'm wrong i think i'm correct there are people that are f- living their lives at a higher weight, and then they come down by some double-digit number just yeah. to qualify to fight, but then they'll reinflate themselves. Oh, yeah, I did that. And so what's – why? Like, why do they do that? I don't know. Because you have – honestly, you have a bigger frame. So if I – you, you have a bigger frame. You're more of a man when you fight. There's just more. There's more ass to you. No, no, the no. Problem, I get it. But let's pro- just say. But the problem with it is your electrolytes are off. You're really not. No, I want to ask about that. You, yeah. pra- you practice for it. What you do? If you do it all the time, you get good at it. And I did. I got good at it. 
but I, they've changed it now because people are dying doing this water cutting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this, it's called water loading and this, this weight cut. People do end up dying. I, when I was, I used to, when I fought in the World Combat League, I compet, I was a competitor at 164.9 pounds. Well, I walked around on 185. Okay, so, so, I, so I, okay, so that I want to I want to hear about that, but real quick, sorry to interview you. Uh, let's say I weigh two hundred and forty pounds. Uh-huh. What's the hot? Like, that's full. That's heavyweight. That's super heavyweight. That's super heavyweight. What's the uh, what's the uh, weight range? For, it just depends uh, on what's no. What, just give me a. We'll say uh, light heavy is two hundred five. Let's say you're going to get to two hundred five. Two hundred five to two fifteen. No, two hundred five is the top of the weight. That's the top of the weight. Yeah, if you're 205, heavy. you are light heavyweight. Right. So, but I weigh 240 every day. Yeah. So you cut, you would cut that. They do that all the time. So I've got to get down to 205. Yeah. If you're going to fight light heavy, but if you weigh, two, if you're that, if you're big, I think I forget how because I'm not that big. I'm no, not no, I'm with you. So let's, let's just say 220 and over. It's whatever. You weigh 300. Got it. Okay. So after super a certain heavyweight, amount, I don't think they give they don't give a shit anymore. After like, and I'm we're being arbitrary to some yeah, degree because it's yeah. different depend. But let's say 220 is the number for super heavyweight. Okay. So anything above 220, yeah. as long as you're above that weight, you can fucking go. Yeah, ahead, yeah get right? after it. Yeah. If you're light heavyweight and that weight is 205 to 219 or something. No, it's 205 is the top of the weight. So what happens if you're 215? You got to get down you're, to 205. Yeah. Okay. Let's say you're 190. Okay, but but you're still in her, but so okay, you're 190. That's what you weigh. Right. But the guy you're fighting probably weighed 230. Last, yeah. 230. The couple like last week. So do you think there's going to be two si- two different size men in there? Got it. Yeah. <laughs> so so that 190 guy wants to go down to. He wants to go down to 175 or whatever. Which the is next, whatever the next whatever one is. The ne- depending on what you're. Whatever the, the is that why is. it's such a big deal in MMA and boxing when people go up a weight class? Because yeah, you're it's actually, tough because you're fighting shit. The, the yeah, body's a different level. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the norm is to try to cut weight. Yeah, you want to cut weight. You want to be the big guy in the, in the cage or right. in the ring. Or right. You want to be the bigger guy. All right, so now that I got that right in my head, yeah. tell me about this dangerous process because I've, <laughs> I've seen you do it. You remember I got dizzy one day and uh, when I was with you, we were yeah. – so for people uh, – I, I was sitting in the sauna. I, I was supposed to meet Stevie, and I am a horrible, horrible, horrible uh, tracker of time. So I texted him. I go in the, hey, I'm going in. I go in the sauna. He comes in. He's like, how long have you been in here? I'm like, I don't know, about five minutes. And then he goes, okay, well, let's do whatever regimen you had. You had yeah. five minutes in dry, five minutes in wet. wet, back and forth, back and forth. The second or third was, time we I think it was, I think it was 15, 15. Yeah. Something. Well, I had been in the sauna for you thought You were dying. 15, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, well, I'm going to leave now. I'm getting dizzy. But you have to do that. When you're cutting weight for a fight. Right. But uh-huh. then you're also not drinking water, right? So it's a wa- the process is called water loading. Now, the, uh, this is not healthy, so I do not suggest anyone to do this, okay? But when I was competing on the level, I had to, I had to compete – Every five weeks, somewhere in the country, they'd fly me to fly John Grubel and me. When we fought for St. Louis Enforcers, World Combat League for Chuck Norris, they would fly somewhere in the country to fight. Yeah. Okay. And the first part is you had to make weight. So my natural weight's about one, at the time, was about 180 to 185. I had to make 164 and a half. So what well, I would what do. What weight class was up? Middleweight. Okay. So um, I would do what they call water loading. So, um, I'd start water loading about three weeks outside of the fight. I get to where I was drinking a gallon a day to two to a gallon and a half to two gallons about a week out. 
So if I'm weighing in on Friday and I fight on Saturday, if I weigh in on Friday, I stop drinking water on Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. Tuesday, Tuesday I stop drinking water and I stop the salt. So what I've done is I've built up, I've, I've filled my body with water so much that my brain is saying, get rid of this water. I stop the salt so there's nothing to retain it. Mm-hmm. So the water table in my head is, to, when my, my body is like, get rid of this water right. and I have nothing to maintain it. Or to the salt Hold doesn't keep it. it, so I just disperse it. Right. So I just cut this water weight. Right. Add that. Go up to do. Also, I'll go and get into the sauna to help the sweat continue. I've been doing the sweating through the the, the whole routine of the few weeks because you want your body to be accustomed to sweating off, where it's not a big. So you're still shock. doing the sauna and all that. Yeah, you're too. not because you don't want to just also do it the tail end. You and want your body to be accustomed to getting rid of it. And you're still training and working. out. And you're still training and working out. I can't. I've told people this story before. I've had over 100 matches, okay, both between amateur, my amateur and professional career, I've had over 100 matches, striking. Of those times, you have, I don't know how many sparring matches I've had on top of that. Then you have the training, the running, the push-ups, the jumping jacks, the everything, the cardio, the bag work, the mitt work, the, the speed bag, the under-over bag, the sparring some more. So you're cutting weight. I'm, I can remember this how many times. Cutting weight. I'm getting close. Day tomorrow, day after tomorrow, I've got to make weight. I'm starving. I'm thirsty. I'm, si- I'm sitting in the sauna with a sweat with my sweatsuit on. Wait a minute. The two the two days before when you stop drinking water. Yeah, you're not eating normal nutrition. No, I, I'm no. I'm eating is very protein like a I'll eat like a chicken breast with a salad. Okay. I'll eat two bar two hard boiled eggs. Okay. Just very protein. So high protein, but whole, also cutting calories. It's yes. Okay. It's pretty bad. I'm I not, assume this, you get loopy. I, Sissy, my wife, would say, because I want to run numbers on you right now, but I know you'll go to the emergency right, room. Right. I was like, no, I got to make this weight because if you don't make weight, you don't get paid. They'll they, you don't get paid. And you just went through all that. You shit. got you got to make weight, and right. then after so anyway, I'm so I cut. Uh, I'm eating hardly anything just straight protein and uh, I'm sweating not drinking and I'm getting I'm sweating so I cut the weight cut the weight cut the weight but I can remember sitting in the sauna with a sweatsuit on with abilene all over me sweating suffering something's always hurt mm. there's a rib hurt there's a tooth loose my hands hurt there's a nose my nose jacked up something's wrong with me starving miserable sweating thirsty and thinking you know what I'm doing all this so some guy has the opportunity to beat the shit out of me <laughs> on cable television. <laughs> That's craziness. Why am, I with Why am I doing this to myself? Why am I doing this to myself? Well, because I want to test myself. Right, yeah. right. But anyway, you're asking about cutting weight, I yep. think, for this thing. Well, I had to make, so I walk around about 185, 187 now. I had to make 180 pounds, which really wasn't a big deal. I basically did it without water loading okay i sweat I, I did do a little sweating and i just basically cleaned up my diet you know i'm diabetic mm. so i have to watch i have to be particular i can't cut the Too food like anyway. i can't right. lay out like i could before i wonder if that had an impact on my diabetes or doing those diets like that but anyway um basically what i do is i i cut out the bread anything white mm. no white bread no white rice no white pasta no white women mm. so and then and weirdly the what the weight just comes right off of me so <laughs> uh, the the you had said what 10 what was it the dry to the wet you were i mean this is your own regimen right 
Oh, when, as, I, when I'm hitting the sauna? Yeah. Yeah, when I'm trying you had, to cover. You had some sort of 10, 10, 5, 5. Well, we get, yeah, because you you have your sweatsuit on, yeah, which is a plastics, um, and I would put abalene all over me. Basically, it's a water base. It's almost like Vaseline, but it's water base. It basically fills your pores, so it makes you sweat even more. Mm. So I'd cover myself with that, and what I would do is I would go in when I was fighting. I didn't have to do it this time because I didn't have that much, that much weight to lose. Mm. When I was fighting, I would go in, I would do 20 minutes, in the wet sauna, mm-hmm. straight to 20 minutes in the, in the dry sauna, mm-hmm. back to 15 minutes in the wet sauna, 15 minutes in the dry sauna. It's just making that change, just there's a change because it's such so horrible, it's torture. Right. Making that change, would it's like it gives you something to shoot for. Something to think about. Yeah, you're like, okay, I get, oh, I made it. You see advancement. Instead right. of just sitting in the right. sauna for right. an hour, and people die in there, by sure. the way. Sure, I can imagine. People die in there. Um, yeah, uh, I would guess I'm, I'm with Sissy. You're probably in some degree of renal failure Just through that horrible. whole process. I can't imagine that you're not. You know, um, so thirsty because that's water's weight, man. Yeah, yeah. Do you uh, ever find yourself delirious, like you can't think straight, like legitimately th- not think straight, seeing stuff? We were. Stuff? I was fighting. I, I think I was in. I don't know. If I was in Los Angeles, Houston, or Dallas. I don't know where we were fighting. But Sissy was still at home, and I remember um, I was it was I had to make weight the next day. I had two pounds to lose, and normally I sleep off two pounds. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, you know, uh, I can have probably have a, a small glass of water and some M and M's. Okay. So what I did is I went and got. I said, I'm gonna do even better. So I went to the we're in the I'm in this hotel somewhere. I went and got a cup of the plastic cup in the hotel room. Right. I want a cup full of ice. Right. I said, you know what? I'll suck on that ice. That made, man, there was nothing better than suck on just a cube of ice. Right. And I got some peanut M and M's. Okay. Went back in my room by myself, and uh, I got a one piece of ice, put it on my tongue. Mm. I'm so parched, but that felt so. It was like, wow, I am good. I am so good. Ate an M and M. Man, I'm starving. Right. I'm so thirsty. But that felt, I was like, oh, I'm fine. So you're satiated for about 30 seconds. Right. So I thought, you know what? I'm satiated. I'm fine. So I pour the ice on the floor, the carpet floor in the hotel room. Right. Well, five or 10 minutes goes by, I'm back to parched. <laughs> and I'm so out of my mind from being, from being hungry right. and thirsty. And I'm just put, I'm torturing myself. I remember thinking to myself, you know, I told myself that it'd be okay to eat, eat. at least have a cup of a cup of water or eat the ice in this water, eat the ice in this cup. Right. And I poured out, how can I get the water out of the carpet? Suck. And trying to figure out how to suck the water out of the carpet in this hotel room. And I told Sissy that when I called her, I was told her, and she goes, you are out of your mind. And that's when I realized, it's all kind of hit me, like, I am out of my mind. I could just go get some more ice. I could just get some more ice. But I made weight. That's what it's yeah. about. Not a terrible story. <laughs> um, that shows you how out of your mind, how right. out of my, my mind I was. Well, I still don't. I don't know if we're going to answer to this today, but I don't understand why there isn't a better system. Like I'm that, just that's, like, boy. why are you putting athletes at risk? And you know, if we all, as a society, said that is a part of that process, then. Let's televise that part too. Well, let me tell you. you know what, what I mean? Let, let, let me tell you what they're doing now. They're having a weight 
they'll have they're now they're, you're cutting weight, you're making weight, and then they're weighing you uh, just before the fight too. So just and they'll weigh you. I forget how they're doing it, but they're reweighing you to make sure you're not cutting too much weight, and they'll give you like a ten pound variance. But that just means that you're going to be feeling that much worse right before the fight. Then, it's, like you don't you don't have really time to just recover. Keeping you, they're keeping you honest. No, no, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm with you. You know. But um, anyway, they're trying to figure out ways to keep people honest where you're not cutting this weight. My father used to say, "Son, just fight your weight." Well, that's I guess what the I'm problem saying. Problem that is, there's a bigger dude that came. Yeah, down. that's the thing. So my weight, I work on 185. Okay, I'm just gonna fight somebody 185. That means this guy came that I'm fighting came down from 230 or yeah. whatever. I don't know whatever he came down. Bigger frame, taller. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god. I right. mean, here. Right. At the same time, though, when I was walking around 180, 185, when I fought this guy's 164, when we would weigh in, I would look dead and gaunt, and I can remember being in these press conferences and they got the cameras there and their co- my coaches are with me their coaches are with them the fighters looking at me and they're looking at me and I look like death and they're laughing right I can see them giggling and laughing like because I look like shit right the next day whenever we're I'm, I've, I'm all hydrated right. and I've eaten they're like where did he come from right <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm a monster, right. and I know it too. Yeah, yeah so I'm yeah. like, uh-huh. remember me? It's not so funny now. You think that they didn't come down? They were naturally not like that I way. did, right? Okay. Do they do this overseas? I don't know. I, you know, I don't, like I wonder if the Muay Thai fighters in Thailand do they do this? I don't know what they do over there. I'm I don't scared. know how they do it, but we we the camp that I came from, mm-hmm. we did it. Well, I think that if I, I don't know, but the United States is a melting pot of all sorts of people from all over the world, and maybe this is initially a way of trying to equilibrate body sizes and that. You know, I can imagine in, in Thailand, for example, the people everybody are relatively weighs, nobody weighs more than one hundred twenty pounds. You know I mean, everybody's <laughs> relatively the same frame. I would yeah, guess, they're all you know? tiny. So. Um, yeah, but anyway, so that's basically that. So we made, I made weight. Well, I was four pounds under, so. Right. And then we went went after it. Right, 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 right. Anyway, well, you're talking about the divisions. Uh, there's different, there's youth divisions, there's adult division, there's executive division, and there's master's division. That's what I was in. You and I were talking earlier. I'm trying to go to the no-gi class, at hopefully later today, but you're talking about doing that. You think you would compete no-gi? I have I have competed nogi. Okay, all right. Yeah, that's a whole different game. It seems yeah. like you know. That's a lot of wrestling. And I, I did that a few years ago. And I won it, mm. but uh, I'm just I, I'm going to start doing it. Yeah. So because that's really gee. I think the gee stuff is kind of falling off the, uh, the thing. I like it though because I haven't gotten in a fight with no clothes on before. Right. You can have clothes on if you get into an altercation. <laughs> you know? I guess I have gotten in a fight, but sissy wins every time. <laughs> You, you let her? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I let her. <laughs> um, what else, man? That's it. I mean, I'm just glad that that's done. No, that's cool. Oh, by the way, uh, I don't know if I can I tell people. What? We were in class the other day, and uh, Stevie got his. Got my blue belt. Got your blue belt. Yeah. Well, that. A that year, was yeah, we're doing We've done a yeah. year of uh, jujitsu, and I've done. I've come. Been in two competitions and I just won Newbury this weekend and then I think he yeah said it was time. It's his, uh, it's time. Well, I was very happy. Um, have you put that? Is it on social media? I want people to see it. I, I think I put it on Facebook. Okay, it's such a big deal to me. It's such a big deal. I don't know. 
I mean, it really is, man. It's one, one of the hardest. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, that's tough. You know, physically yeah. harder. One of the harder things. You know, it's interesting because I, you know, I was thinking about it the other day. You don't. It's not like somebody's hitting you. No. Well, you know, I'm a, I'm a second degree black belt in kickboxing. Right. Right. So, so I've been through the belting process before. But yeah. Getting a jujitsu blue belt is just is a different deal, man. I was, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? I was. I'm proud. I'm proud of it. I'm I'm genuinely proud of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was telling my parents, and some of that is just I think uh, it seems to be so not rigid. Like in other, you know, in other disciplines, you have to test. I remember, you know, you'd have to test for your belt and all that. I think Newbreed was the was the test. Was the test? You know? (laughs) Yeah, getting first place. I think that he. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. No, but I'm saying there's no like actual. It's so organic and fluid. Yeah. That you know, it's it's cool to see that somebody. It's not like a rigid. Hey, I went in and did this and checked all these boxes, so I get belt. It's my peers that are ahead of me thought I was worthy, and it was, it's a very organic kind of thing. Right. To me, it's just it, I was really happy. For well, him. you know, Evil Josh. You know, I, I think the world of him, but he is. He's no joke. He's not, he's not giving anything away. <laughs> he's, not away. <laughs> he's not giving anything away. So yeah, he. Uh, so anyway, man, uh, well, congrats on that. Um, I've got some other stuff I want to talk about. I'll save it till next time. Okay. Um, we were supposed to have somebody on today, and uh, I just saw I ran my mouth instead. No, no, no. We'll just have them on some other time. Um, all right. Bye, everybody. Have a See great ya. day. <laughs> Still the wrong one. <laughs> there it is. That's probably it. That's it. There you go. That sounds good. Right. Bye, everybody. Bye.